Thank, 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 thanks for listening to the Jets Crash Podcast. Tune in next week and every week for the Jets Crash Podcast. The New York Jets suck. But at least they're trying. Hello and welcome to another episode of Jets Crash. I guess I should change the name this week. <laughs> what an exciting game. I cannot believe that the Jets pulled this one out. It took a miracle to beat a very average Browns team, but it happened. Uh, <laughs> and we'll take it. I mean, come on. Let's act like we wouldn't take it. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to lie. When I, this game was in with about a minute 30 left, I changed the channel to go watch the Ravens versus the Dolphins because this game was this game should have been over. Um, this was a complete and utter meltdown on the part of the Browns. You know what? A good team takes the opportunities afforded to them. So I will not hate on the Jets for winning this game. I mean, obviously, this is there's still plenty of things to worry about, you know, if you want to take it from a negative perspective. But hey, you know what? We got to win. We don't get many of those around here. So you got to take it while you can. Um, Joe Flacco, I've been extremely critical of him. I'm not going to lie. I'm still critical of him. Uh, he, he took advantage of the opportunities afforded to him. Um, when a guy was open, uh, when Corey Davis was open, when there was a blown coverage and Corey Davis ran past the safety and uh, Denzel Ward for a 66-yard touchdown, he made the pass. And that's all you could ask for. Um, it, he really went from goat to goat <laughs> in a matter of like three seconds, um, in a matter of a minute and a half, excuse me, um, because Leading into that two-minute warning, Carl Lawson makes a big third-down sack to stop the Browns and get the Jets the ball back with two minutes left to win the game. And what happens? <laughs> uh, two plays. It's third and eight. I believe it was Garrett Wilson is wide open, running an out route, <laughs> and Joe Flacco just completely misses him. Completely misses him. So um, he he was going to be the GOAT, like wide open. He could have marched down the field then and tied it up then, but he didn't. And um, it really worked out in his favor. Can't hate on him. The guy made the plays when he had to make the plays. I mean, he was very lucky to be afforded a second chance against a good team. That would not have happened. Um, if this was the Rams, that would not have happened. The game was over. But, you know, the Browns went on to... Uh, Marched down the field. Nick Chubb scored a touchdown, leaving about a minute 20 left. We all know what happens. Uh, Flacco on, a, I think it's a second and two. Um, there's a blown coverage on the Browns end for a quick touchdown. And then uh, the Jets go with an amazing, an amazing uh, onside kick, which, by the way, is <laughs> which is um you never see that anymore. You never see an inside kick. It's one of the most exciting plays in the game, and they've totally demolished it. I wish they would put that back to where you could stack more people on one side of the line. I mean, it really takes part of the excitement of the game, and I don't believe that that's a high concussion rate like the normal kickoffs. That was a big reason why they moved the, the kickoff line forward was because of injuries and stuff like that. I don't think that's happening on onside kicks. So... The Jets get that, which has, which is crazy because it's a 4% chance of recovering an onside kick, which never happens. You never see it happen anymore. It never happens. It, they, the rules have 
basically stop it from happening. Um, so they get the onside kick, and I'll give credit. You know, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco marched the Jets down the field, um, and then threw a 15-yard strike to Garrett Wilson for a touchdown. Now, as a <laughs> as a long-suffering Jets fan, as a abused Jets fan, I was shocked that that happens. But hey, you know what? I'll I was excited as all hell. I'll be the first one to admit I was pumped. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what's what's really crazy is that I know every Jets fan thinking is what I'm thinking. The moment that field goal, Greg Zerline comes out to kick that extra point, we're like, he's going to miss it. He's going to miss it. You knew <laughs> that's the thought going through everyone's head. No one thought he was no Jets fan who's been a fan of this team for a long time thought he's going to hit it. I honestly could have. If you could, if you would have said to me, "Hey Keith, you know what's going to happen? This the uh, long snapper is going to overthrow it, and Miles Garrett is going to uh, pick it up and run for two points," um, <laughs> I would have believed that more than the extra point. So um, that's just the mental state of a Jets fan. But it, he kicked it straight up, and the Jets held on to win an amazing come from behind victory that should never have happened. The Jets. You could criticize the defense all you want. Um, the defense did not play great. With, but the defense did make a big stop to get the ball back to the offense. Um, that's the time when the Jets should have taken control of this game. Um, you could criticize them. But you know what? 23 points isn't uh, a terrible isn't a terrible amount of points. Considering Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt were running all over us. For what what, what, what? what were their stats? Nick Chubb had seven, uh, 17 attempts for 87 yards, and Kareem Hunt had 13 for 58. And Jacoby Brissett had f- six for 43. So they were running all over us. And listen, Nick Chubb is amazing. The guy is top three running backs in the league. Without a doubt. Jonathan Taylor. Um... You know, uh, Christian McCaffrey, I guess, when he's healthy. And Nick Chubb. I mean, that's it. Maybe Derrick Henry. No, Derrick Henry before uh, McCaffrey. Um, Without a doubt. You know, people are criticizing Nick Chubb for running for that touchdown to give the Jets the ball back. I mean, come on, people. You cannot criticize Nick Chubb for that. (laughs) I I mean, first of all, if if you want him to do that, you got to blame the coach because he didn't do it. He didn't stop halfway and then lay down. Um, so, you know, that's on the coaching, I think. It's not on the football player. The coach got to make sure that he knows to lay down. It's neither here nor there. You're up by 30. You're up by uh, 13 points. There's no reason why you shouldn't win, the, win this game. There's no reason. I, I'm shocked, and I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm very happy. I can't believe it happened. Um, we're going in 1-1 into week three, and we're going against a Bengals team that is on the ropes, frankly. But we'll talk about that later this week. We'll get into the Bengals matchup, um, and where did things have happened in the NFL? They could, The Jets could win that game. They beat them last year with a backup Mike White, so why can't we beat them this year? Everyone else is beating them. Um, so let's, uh, <laughs> let's hope for the best, but... My takeaways from this game is this. The Jets fans got to calm down with all the Joe Flacco hype. Listen, he did a great job. I'm going to give him credit where he do. He won the game. 
he, when he had the opportunities, he made the, the most of opportunities for the Jets. He is not a starting quarterback in this league. I'm sorry. Uh, he, despite his over 100 quarterback rating, he was good. He was good for a backup. For a backup. It took a miracle for the Jets to beat the Browns, guys. A miracle. A miracle for Joe Flacco to win this game. That's not going to happen every game. Yeah. Did the defense play poorly? Yeah. They couldn't stop Nick Chubb at all. Um, and I'm a little bit worried about this defensive line because they were getting pushed around out there. I'm a little I'm a little concerned uh, about it, honestly. You would think that it would be a strength of their defense. They have Carl Lawson. They have John Franklin Myers. They have, you know, they have Quinn and Williams um, on defensive tackle. They should be good. But, uh, you know, listen, it, it's a great running back. Their offensive line is pretty good. Um, well, we'll see what we could hopefully that comes together more. I was a little surprised that the Jets really didn't blitz, blitz much during this game. I thought they would be more aggressive at some points. Listen, Jacoby Brissett shouldn't be picking you apart. Put some pressure on the guy. Like, this is, I know we're playing 4-3. You want to keep true to that type of defense where it's not super aggressive with blitzing linebackers. That's more of a 3-4 scheme. But come on, put some pressure on the guy. And when they started putting pressure on him is when he started making mistakes. So, uh... Listen, I will give credit to Salah. He did make some adjustments throughout the game. I think in the beginning of the game, when they went through uh, uh, three and out, I honestly was surprised. I was I felt personally that they should have did a fake punt on the first three and out of the game because, listen, this team needs some spark. They needed a spark, and I'm glad he did it the second second time and it worked out great Braden Mann threw a nice 17 yard pass down the line down the line and uh you know it was a good call because the Jets needed that spark it amped them up it got them back in the game it got them believing again and that was a huge call to get this team inspired and playing right but like I was saying I think the Jets gotta get Zach Wilson back he can make better throws Joe Flacco's arm is not what it used to be he's Listen, he's definitely more of uh, a person who could, uh, I guess, manage the game. But um, Zach Wilson can make better throws, I think, without a doubt. And I think, honestly, he's probably more accurate than Joe Flacco. Granted, his his mental game probably isn't as sophisticated as Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is more probably better at reading defenses and knowing when to get rid of the ball without a doubt definitely the difference between the two but you know you got to get you got to get Zach Wilson in you got to get him with the rapport with Garrett Wilson by the way Garrett Wilson coming out game the guy had 15 targets <laughs> and over what uh, 100 yards I think over 100 yards with two touchdowns he's here and listen he was blowing a bad guys he was open all of game and Flacco was missing a lot of them you know he had 15 targets he only added eight receptions, uh, excuse me, 14 targets, and he only had eight receptions. There's no reason why it should have been that much. He was open on a lot of passes. Um, but, you know, I guess this is what you deal with when you have a backup quarterback at, at the helm. Good game. Uh, I'm excited to see this Bengals game. If we could go two and one, this is a much different outlook than I thought at, when I first saw the schedule for the season. Um, the Jets had to have this game. They needed to have this game to get this team right. They could not start 0-2. The Baltimore game was disheartening, but listen, this game got 
got the Jets back on the ball. They can win this game against the Bengals. They definitely can. They just got to play better. Defense has got to play better. They cannot let Jamar Chase run wild on them. They cannot allow Joe Mixon to get, you know, get out in the flat and run past linebackers. Overall, good game. I'm pumped for, for week three, and hopefully uh, we'll be two and one. But uh, I will have a follow-up to this podcast on Thursday to preview the Bengals game. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Jets Crash Podcast, a podcast all about the Jets. Thank, 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 thanks for listening to the Jets Crash Podcast. Tune in next week and every week for the Jets Crash Podcast. The New York Jets suck. But at least they're trying. <laughs>